Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, I'm Clive Anderson. Welcome to My 7 Wonders Live. In the My 7 Wonders podcast, I ask a special guest to select and talk about the seven wonders of his or her world. This episode is one of several we recorded in front of a live audience at the 2022 Edinburgh Festival Fringe. And the guest who joined me for this recording is something of a TV and radio legend in Scotland and in the UK generally. She's a broadcaster, journalist, presenter and loose woman. So here we are with an enthusiastic Edinburgh Fringe audience exploring the seven wonders of Kay Adams. Oh, yes, good. Kay, jolly good. Do take a seat. That calls you a loose woman. It's a bit unfair. They do, but, they yeah. do. And, and this is, and again, home church as well. You, you were here at uh, Edinburgh University. I was, I was. And, and I mean, it's, uh, I went, I, I'm always getting lost. So I went into the sort of central bit to sort of try and find where the show was. And they pointed me over here. Um, I thought, oh, my God, that takes me back. I must have spent for four years, half my life yeah. between this uh, building and the one next door. There was a canteen in the one next door. So I was in that one a lot more. Um, yeah, I studied economics and politics at Edinburgh. So um, were you intending to go into politics or into business or did you always have the soft option of being on the telly in my <laughs> <laughs> Well, to be honest, I really wanted to get into to law, which oh, right. was, was your profession. Yes, well, I went into law. I did, well, yeah. I, I did my time. No, no, you did, did you, How time. much time did you spend at the uh, Well, at the no, bar? I didn't make it. I'd, <laughs> well, the wrong bar, yes, not yes, the bar yeah. you were at. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, I did a year of constitutional law, All right. and it finished me off. I thought, this is not for me. Yeah. So I went to economics and politics, and it was here, though, actually. I started working for the student newspaper, yeah. and I thought, yeah, this is, right. this is what I want to do, so... Yeah, uh, I did decide. Bless you, bless you. It's, a, it's what we call a super spreader event here today. So. <laughs> well, this is the first time this lecture hall's been full in two years. That's sure. <laughs> you never, you didn't come here in three or four years as a student, uh, but you, you are now. So that's good. Uh, so uh, I've, I've mentioned uh, loose women, which obviously puts you on the on the UK map. But yeah. I, I think you're on uh, Radio Scotland if not every day, several days a week. BBC Radio Scotland, yes. yeah. I'm, I'm down at three days a week now because I'm getting old and lazy. I can't get up in oh. the morning. You make um, it sound like, a, like an addiction to cigarettes. <laughs> got it down to three. <laughs> and I'll, I'll, I'll soon won't do it at all. Yeah. yeah, no, but I enjoy it a lot. You know, it's the, the phone-in format and then, you know, we do various other features, but um, yeah. I love a radio phone-in. Yes. I, I, I love listening to them. I love doing them. I love all the kind of... People come from just mad directions that you hadn't predicted. Yes. Um, and, yeah, it's just a lot of fun. Good. Now, and, of course, talking about a little bit of fun, you, you're signed up to be on oh. Strictly, uh, Strictly Come Dancing. Did you not know that? Yeah. 
So you're going to be... Please don't clap. Well, you're clapping now. Now, are you, you're all right with that? I'm sure you're... Um, I know uh, we're not too much about the drink. dancing aspect because that's coming later, but but are oh. you okay being judged in public by severe people oh. saying you're passadobly oh, left a bit to be awful. desired? Because I've had that. Um, <laughs> I, uh, have, you, have you done it? No, 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 no. Oh, no. I, was, I was attempting a slight oh, right, joke okay. there, which didn't quite oh, work apologies, out. Oh, apologies, apologies. Yeah, yeah. Apologies. Yeah. I'm just a bit, yeah. you know, tunnel vision about it. Um, you, you've gone all quivery uh, as at the thought of this. Are you know, really, you're regretting really, it already. Well, you know, it's a, it's a great opportunity. Mm. And, you know, I'm not going to be sort of snarky about it because no. you know it, it's a huge show. But I don't think I'd realise how big of a show. Like, so the weekend in Glasgow, I live in Glasgow, and I take my dog out for a walk. I do the same beat. And I cannot tell you the number of people who came up to me and sort of squeezed my yeah. hand and went. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> and it was just the way that yeah. they did it. I thought, I don't know if they're going, good luck, or good luck. Yeah. Like, you're going to need it. And so it's really come home to me. It's quite a lot of work, isn't there? Big it's, it's, it is. I don't mind the work. No. You know, okay. I'm a typical Scot. I'm a grafter. Yes. But that moment that you're going to have to go out there. Right. Oh, my God. Honestly, it makes, it makes my stomach flip. All right. It well, really we're does. all we're all rooting for you. Uh, I, I mean, who else is in it? There's a lot of this. Uh... Oh, what, Fleur East, yes. you know, who is the most marvelous. Actually, there's a really nice bunch of people. And I you met... say that now? But... No, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I've met one of them. Um, there's three Adamses. Yes. Which is quite amusing. So there's Jade Adams, who has a show on here at the festival. That well, I think Jade Adams. Uh, I don't want to tell tales out of school, but she can dance. She she's does a, a lot of dancing, so she's ahead of you already. Well. She's, uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> and she's 30 years younger, so come on, right, right, really again. Well, no, I met her here on on Saturday. We sort of messaged each other and yeah. said, she calls me mummy, which is a bit disturbing. Yes. Um, and we had a lovely chat. We sat in the Sheraton. We had afternoon tea. Yeah. She's, uh, she's Was she great kicking fun. her ankle under the table just to, <laughs> just to weaken you up a bit? Just to, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Tony Adams, of course. So he'll come in for the slide tackle, won't he? I mean, it'll be Tony like... Tony Adams, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, he, so it's he's a fine footballer, but I, he doesn't. He's not the type of footballer that looks like a dancer when he was playing football. Well, I'm they used Korean. to probably call him the donkey in his early. Oh, did they? Early, but that was just in the showers. But it was just now the. Uh, <laughs> no, the <laughs> he got beyond that. He got beyond that. He became a very fine player. Captain, I'm looking forward to it. Captain now. of Arsenal, and sometimes you've cheered me up. Yeah, no, he's he's good fun, and if you've got a drink problem or anything, he'd give you advice because he's uh, he's, uh, he's he runs sort of things for footballers to deal with addiction. I'm not allowed to say anything. No. Oh, all right. Uh, <laughs> sorry, you don't know where you're going to trample on. Well, you do in Strictly, I suppose. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know which professional? No, uh, no. Yeah. They, they tell you yeah. sort of well, virtually live. So I haven't, I haven't found out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's get on with uh, your um, your wonders then. Mm. I've got them written down in front of you, but I know nothing else about it other than just what you've said. And so your first wonder is dogs. Dogs. Mine yeah. in particular. Mine Why would you mean yours in particular? It's such a funny exercise coming yeah. up with seven wonders, isn't yes. it? You know, I'm not really very good at these kind of things. And because you're so clever, I thought, oh, my God, I've got I to come up with something clever. Yeah. Clearly, I failed because I came up with dogs. No, dogs is um, a, it's a, it's a sweet one. But, of course, half the people in the world, well, so, anyway, of course, like will go, oh, well, I can't stand dogs. Yeah. But the people who like dogs, love dogs, of which I'm one, yeah. you know, re we really love dogs. So Well, maybe it doesn't have side. to be dogs. For me, it's dogs and my dog. Yeah. Um, but for other people, I don't know, it could be their pet rabbit, their pet newt or whatever, yeah. you know, I, I'm not bothered. But just that relationship with an animal that yeah. is just so um, 
undemanding, isn't it? Yes. And I mean, I absolutely adore my dog. She's a you know, she's a walking pajama case, a cockapoo, you know, this most gentle kind of dog. All right. Which, of course, I was persuaded by the children to have a dog, didn't want to, blah, blah, blah. Yes. Um, and it's a classic story that I have become. She's my favourite child. I mean, the kids know that. <laughs> There's no two ways so, about so it's it. it's a cockapoo. Did you go for that because of the, the alleged that it's not so allergic? You're not so allergic to, to yeah, the, well, the to poo. Well, to be honest, I, I didn't want a cockapoo because um, I did an item on the radio about the Sky Terrier. Has anyone got a Sky Terrier? Good. No. Um, and they're going extinct apparently yes. because it's not being bred. And I thought, oh, this is terrible. I'm going to save yeah. the Sky Terrier. Kids, we're going to have a Sky Terrier. Yes. So we found a breeder, and there's all these Sky Terriers, and like the kids, you know, were excited, but clearly they didn't really like this breed. And I'm thinking, oh, I don't really like this breed either. And my partner wanted a a cockapoo and I had been vehemently against it I was going to save of, the Sky Terrier I've never heard of uh, parents and, and children going to look at some dogs and not coming home with a dog exactly yeah, that's such a severe thing to do you I always know. fall in love with the first dog that comes but, and but the three of us <laughs> came out and, and yeah. I said well kids what do you think like, yeah. should we stick with a rabbit I, I don't know. <laughs> so we got a cockapoo. All right, yes. And she's well, my dog and I love her. Whoever, some at some point, some poodle, let's do it as crudely as possible, knocked up another dog. And that <laughs> normally would produce a mongrel, a mutt. But they said, no, no, it's a, it's a, new, it's a new thing. It's a cockapoo or yep. uh, all the other combinations. And poodles are really, so, ooh, we are the top dogs now. Well, we, they are. We're in everybody now. So, well, yeah. yeah, I mean, <laughs> her mother was a poodle called Pebbles. And sometimes if I'm getting particularly kind of, you know, melancholy. I'll, yeah. I'll look at her and say, "Oh, you're just like your mum, Pebbles." Yeah. And at that point, everyone else leaves the room and just yes, thinks, "You know, yeah. this is getting a bit sad." It's a bit mad when you talk about it. It's when they mad. talk back. That's when you know it's uh, yeah. it's going really. So, what is the name of your actual dog? B. 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 E. A. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Totally good. Yeah. Maybe. I'm, yeah. I'm uh, odd enough, dogs have come up a couple of times. So I'm, I'm, I'm between dogs, I'd have to say. I had a dog that died last year, oh, six, 16 and a half years. So that's, uh, but I got him from a, from um, a TV program, actually. It's, uh, it was called The Underdog Show, and you got given a dog to train, and then you competed against other people. I think the original title was going to be Strictly Come Dogging, but they went with... Uh, <laughs> they went with... They went, they went with... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I laughed too hard at that, didn't I? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, did, see, people talk about having a transition dog. Yeah. And because my dog is now nine. All right. And I get very uncomfortable when yes. people talk about that because it, yes, it's not very nice, is it? Well, you either choose to bring in another one, and they they say, "Hang on, what's this? I've had your attention for all these years," or you leave it and you have a gap. So. I've, but that's right. You went for the gap. I'm going for a gap. Yes. Right. Yes. So what are you going to get a cockapoo? Uh, no, no, no. Oddly, oddly enough. Sky Terrier? Uh, no, I've got in mind another rare breed, and um, which is a completely a mad approach because I've got to wait while somebody breeds them. They're that rare. Go on. It's, it's a different type of terrier. It's called a Glenavimal Terrier. If you, if you, have you, anyone heard of those? It's an Irish breed, but uh, they're, they're quite distinctive. They're sort of big dogs. They're a terrier, big dogs, but made small. I don't, I don't know how that is different from just being small in the right. first place. They're terriers, but they're quite quiet and they're very brave. And, uh, uh, what's attracted you to the, what first thing, attracted to, you to, no, no, yeah, yeah. to, to no, <laughs> we're back to strictly gum yeah. dogging aren't we? Yeah. Um, <laughs> no but what made you seek out this rare breed well you said you wanted to seek out a rare Sky breed yeah, so, so I did this, yeah. this is awfully like you interviewing me now sorry, so, uh, sorry, sorry. 
Can I? So dogs, uh, do- uh, dogs are very good one, very relatable. I think. I, I think half the people in the room were going, "Oh yeah, I love my dog." I Other do you like cats? I'm, I'm not wild about it. We've got a cat at the moment, mm. but uh, I, I could, I could live without the cat. How can you have a cat, cat and not be wild about it? Well, um, you know, I, you asked me. As, uh, <laughs> my wife likes cats, loves cats. So every now and then, she miraculously... This one got born in our front area. Right. And uh, I foolishly said, oh, that's the sound of kittens mewing in the front area. And by the time all the children, as they then were, and my wife discovered this, I should have just, you know... I don't yeah. know what did you do, but I should have <laughs> taken it away. So it was forced upon us. I said we couldn't have a cat while well, we, we had dogs at the time, but she seemed to cope all right. Anyway, let's, that's, well, well, yeah, that's your first wonder. Your second wonder is human, and that's Billy Connolly. Billy Connolly, yes. yeah. So, um, I, well, I would say all the Scots of the room, I can't imagine as many Scots that don't have a great affection for Billy Connolly. Yeah. Though, I mean, he extends obviously beyond yeah. um, beyond Scotland. Well, I think he comes sometimes top of the polls of the best comedian ever or the best current comedian. Or, yeah. All sorts of, uh, he's, I mean, he's unmatched in I the ability so. to really tell it. Yeah. Even a joke you've heard already, if he I tells it. I just think he's such a remarkable man. I mean, as you say, I think he's a brilliant whether you would call him a comic, a storyteller, I mean, he's so many things. Yeah. And actually, I remember when I was a student at Edinburgh University, I saw him at the Playhouse. Uh-huh. Um, and it was the, the banana boots kind of time yes. when he came on and the, all the, this, the skits about the incontinence pants and all yes. these sort of classic ones, which, you know, yeah. just adored. And, Swing you know, trunks when he was a boy made out of wool or knitting something. Knitting yes, and yeah, all the rest yeah. of it. It was wonderful. Um, and he was on stage for two and a half hours. Yeah. And he was absolutely mesmeric. It was just incredible and so warm. I mean, when he was first on the scene, when I was much younger, and a lot of it was, if you remember, the jobby quicker and all that kind of stuff, my dad was not impressed. Oh, really? Yeah. And there was a lot of, sort of Scottish working class people who thought he was really profane and yeah. there was no need for that. Too and crude. Oh, oh, that terrible, crude, vulgar, vulgar, it. terrible stuff. Hang on, talking the voice about of my father talking j- about what Jobbies. Yeah. Um, uh, and then, so I was a bit older, and I thought he was amazing. But I think what I love about him more than anything else is he's someone who has really evolved mm. as an individual. Yes. You know, and when I think of, and, you know, he's written about it, he's very open about it, his upbringing in, in Glasgow in pretty challenged circumstances, and obviously he's written about some really uncomfortable things yes. that happened to him, working in the shipyards, all that culture of drink and violence mm. a lot of the time. Um, and he just he's just kept changing. Yeah. You know, and I think often as human beings, we get kind of stuck. We get stuck, you know, where we come from and we like to sort of defend that and we, we resent change. Yeah. Whereas I love the fact that Billy Connolly has changed and changed and changed and changed. I remember somebody interviewing me, I think he painted his toenails or something. And, you know, it's basically, you know, what are you doing, man, yeah. painting your toenails? And he's just like, well, you know, he's just <laughs> going to try it out. Yeah. I mean, now he has Parkinson's um, and he's not able to be on stage. But he he's always got a talent for art. And yes. so, you know, he's drawing, he's yeah. painting. So his creativity, yeah. instead of saying, oh, my God, I can't go on stage anymore, my life is over, he's, he's taken yeah. his creativity and he's put it into yeah. something else, which... I think makes him a remarkable human being. And, and along the way, you skipped out the fact that he's an oh. actor as well. So he's been in oh, yeah. film, uh, Mrs. Brown, is that the... Yeah, you know, absolutely. I mean, Judy Dench, which yes, is a fantastic, fantastic pairing. Yeah. 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 
Um, and I mean, certainly in our household, for if anyone remembers the Parkinson interview when he told the uh, where are you going to park your bike, Mrs. Yes, Gag. Yes, yeah. I mean, or, or the dwarf joke that he's done uh, as well. Oh, oh yes. No, I, th- I think I've, I've forgotten that one. But well, you know, things change. Well, he covers he all that. He's, he's yeah. told the joke, and yeah. Pamela tells him, "Oh, you can't say that." And he yeah. and he tells the joke, and he's he can hardly get it up for laughing. So I know, uh, I know, and, and it's very difficult to to think yeah. um, ill of him. Yes. You know, he's such yeah. an authentic guy. I, I, I have, I'm afraid I've never interviewed him, but I did meet him not? once at a, at a dinner mm. party. And I'll tell this story because it sort of illustrates something. So at the beginning of the dinner, I was trying to persuade him to go to the Montreal... Uh, comedy festival because he, he said oh no I couldn't go there I couldn't go there because I absorbed you know jokes and things and I'll pick them up I'll be copying people's material anyway I told a joke at the beginning of the dinner got a modest response at the end of the dinner he told the same joke <laughs> the table ah, the funniest joke they'd ever seen ever heard and he wasn't aware he'd heard nobody else remembered me telling it <laughs> so I got his point but uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, good. Um, okay. Um, right. So that's that's very good. I think uh, I think it's uh, we I, in the forty or fifty I've done of these now. Nobody's mentioned Billy Connolly. Really? So that's good. There's one or two have mentioned dogs, but Billy Connolly. Uh, so I think that's a very good one. Well, your next one is. Well, I think it's personal to you, but I suppose it's general application. Well, you've put it down as good parents, mine in particular. Yeah. So. Well, um, sadly, my parents have passed away uh, within the last. Uh, sort of four or five years yeah. um, I suppose this is something that I reflect on more as you get older sure. um, in that I was so fortunate with my parents you know um, you know just hard working decent loving supportive people yeah. and the more you know I proceed through life and you meet lo- thankfully in our job we meet lots of different people which yes. is one of the great privileges of it sure. um, and you meet some wealthy people famous people talented yes. people you know whatever. some lovely people and some pretty unpleasant people yeah. exactly yeah. yes you do I'm sorry about that but you just had to come here so uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> no you're, you're absolutely right and a lot of a lot of people are chasing fame or money or yeah. whatever and I, I do have come to the conclusion that the greatest gift you can have in this world is is great parents you know, um, and I am forever grateful for it because more and more people that I meet didn't have that. Sure. So I, I know your father ran a haulage company. Sounds like a pretty successful businessman in that area. Yeah. I mean, yeah. my dad left school at 13. It's a really Scottish story. You know, yeah. became a laundry boy, you know, did his national service, a mechanic, and then bought a lorry. Mm. Um, and my mum was a, a nurse. And then they, you know, clubbed together, got two lorries, and then kind of went on from yes. from there. So, I mean, it's, you know, it, it's, they weren't, well, we did love the brothers when we were growing up, I have to say. Do you remember that? Oh, yes. Oh, we, yes. Oh, yeah, I we, do just. Well, we were all in for yeah. the brothers, I can tell yeah. you. Um, so I thought you were bringing in other members of the family. There. No, okay. no, no. Yeah. I do have a brother, as yeah. it happens, who worked in the business. Yeah. Um, and they worked so hard. I mean, yeah. it just was everything in, in their life, you know. And, and they gave us a, a great upbringing. And what, and what did they think of you as you progressed onwards? You went to university to study. You, you, you told yeah. us politics and economics. Did they think... Yes, good, good, hard-working subjects. Those you'll be either you'll either be doing something to do with business, or it could be you know public life. And well, but then you said no, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna you know be yeah. in broadcasting. Was that was that a yeah? But I mean that was a great thing. I mean they they hadn't been to university. Um, I think one of my dad's sisters had gone to university, but that wasn't really their thing. Yeah. Um, but actually, the great thing about them was that they didn't 
they didn't have an ex not they didn't have an expectation for me. They certainly had an expectation, but it was whatever I wanted to do. Yes, I mean they weren't you know fussed as what I was doing as long as. I was doing well, I was happy, yeah. and to have that level of support yeah. um, was was amazing for me. I mean, whatever I had done, yeah. well, I say that, my mum might not have been happy. <laughs> <laughs> she was maybe a bit more ambitious than my dad, to be fair. He'd have been happy whatever I'd done. Well, I, obviously, I look back to see how many different programmes you've done, which is a huge list of things. Mm. Uh, it looks as though you must have been pretty successful straight away and straight into making a name for yourself. Yeah. Well, it doesn't feel like that at the time, does it? No, You're just sort of climbing a, a ladder. Um, I was so lucky. I did get a good break straight out of university. I got um, an internship, they call it now, but a traineeship with Central Television in Birmingham. Right. So my first job was right in television, and we got a fabulous training. Yes. Um, and so many young people will now say to me who are studying media or whatever, which wasn't as common um, right. when I was at university, you know, how do I get into this business? How do I get into the business? Um, and the level of training that I got on a decent pay yeah. um, just isn't available to young people yeah. now. I mean, they're, they're having to work for buttons or they're going to London, they can't afford the accommodation, etc. I, I think the law now requires them to be paid something because, yeah. uh, because they were, it was a nice little number to give your oh, internship you come and yeah. like a Victorian way of getting people started well yeah but people who didn't come from you know families who had that kind exactly. of um, resources would find it very difficult to get yeah. into television yeah. or, or journalism yeah. whereas I was paid a proper wage you know yes and, and Birmingham was that a, was that a culture oh, shock going from I Rangemouth to Birmingham or Edinburgh, to, Edinburgh. To Birmingham. I loved Birmingham I really did I didn't I didn't when I first got there and mm. I can remember that that thing, sort of getting in my little battered car with all of my goods in yeah. the back, you know, everything there, probably a ghetto blaster on the back shelf or whatever. And I drove to Birmingham on my own, first time I'd ever been there. Yeah. And it's not the prettiest city when you arrive. But well, it apparently is. We've been nothing but beauty in Birmingham over the well, Commonwealth not Games. Well, it's yeah. the, the best city on earth. It is a transformed city. Transformed city, But yes. back then, yeah. mid-80s, it wasn't so fine. Lots of um, more canals than Venice. Has it? Yes, uh, only really? Venice has uh, gondolas and Birmingham has uh, supermarket trolleys. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Um, and so I, I parked at a car park and I thought, what the hell have I done? You know, it's a big yeah. move, isn't it? Yeah. Your first move away, away. Yeah. Um, oh, but I quickly loved it. I really loved Birmingham. I right. loved the people. Um, Central was a fantastic um a fantastic company to work. My first job was on a children's um, news programme and the main presenter was an Irish wolfhound who farted a lot. Um, so that kind of... taking dogs off the list now? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that kind of put me in my place. Yeah. And then I had a, a sort of break in that I interviewed Margaret Thatcher oh, um, wow. when I was about 24. How'd you um, get on? It was the most terrible interview that has ever been broadcast. Oh, come on, I can match any of the... No, <laughs> no, sure. no, believe yeah. me, I, I yeah. win this one, I win it, um, yeah. because I was too young, I was completely wet behind the ears, she was, whatever anyone thinks of her politics, she was uh, an incredibly smart and... Uh, formidable. Formidable, formidable yeah. woman. And yeah. when I say she wiped the floor with me, it was quite interesting the way she did it, in that she completely infantilised me. 
you know. Right. Um, so she was nice to me. Like she was yeah. super nice to me. She was sort of straightening my collar right. and saying, "Oh, your mum will want you to look smart and <laughs> all of this kind come of on, thing." Dear, come yeah, up with your it question. was exactly yes, like yeah. that. Exactly yeah. like that. And showing me round Ten Downing Street because it was oh, in right. Ten Downing oh, Street. Oh wow! Um, and she showed me all the portraits. She answered the door. Yeah. I mean, imagine that happening yeah. now. I actually, a big policeman at the door, and I'm knocking on the door, you know. Is Margaret there? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And she opened the door. Fantastic. And then immediately started sort of dusting me down, and yeah. she must have known. So by the time I was sitting in a chair ready to interview, I was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> so you do it's one of those 1950s interviews. Yeah. Tell us about how the job exactly. is so difficult. <laughs> exactly. It was an hour-long interview, and I think I, I asked two questions. Yes. The first one, and I sneaked and one in the middle and then she talked and, yeah. and that was it um, and I was papped out so did um, that give you the taste for political interviewing or did it put you off and think oh um, okay it was a one off experience I really did want to to be a political journalist yes. that was my original thought but I actually as part of that spent quite a lot of time at Westminster um, yeah. as a young woman in those days and I thought no I don't really want to be part of this it wasn't an atmosphere that I found particularly no. Um, impressive to be honest it did feel like a boys yeah. club so know. well talking about boys club but then a, a girls club you do you do loose women which yeah. is a different sort of program but the, I mean there's a huge number of different people have been on it but you've been not a constant but you've had a lot of time on it for length yeah, of time well, I think is that, that was... a different form of broadcasting is that a different skills would you say Cause... I I don't think it is you know uh, well I don't, I'd be interested in your thoughts on that I mean obviously from the outside people see serious programmes and silly programmes yeah. and, and whatever but the job is the job yeah. and you know it is to keep a conversation going um, to bring people in to keep some flow to it yes. to try and make sure that you allow everyone to show the best of themselves Themselves. Yeah. And, well, to be fair, that's not the job in political interviewing, though. No, but, you know, I, to I, a certain extent. The thing that I would think, uh, just looking at it from, there's lots of people, you know, is it four of you there or five? You know, and then a guest comes on, and you might have a question, and you just think of a follow up question, and then everyone else is coming part in is, and the conversation goes in a completely different that is direction bloody annoying i have to say yeah. <laughs> it really is but that is that yeah. is the gig you know so, and uh, uh, janet street port is an old friend of mine and, uh, <laughs> oh, so, she? So, so i sh- but i should imagine she's probably a bit of a challenge if you're because she she yeah. occasionally will express an opinion yeah. in the course of uh, <laughs> <laughs> she will she will it's yeah. funny i you know i should have put her down as one of my wonders janet um <laughs> You know, she is a remarkable person yeah. and um, she's not easy. She'll say she's not easy. Ah, fuck off. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's only half past eight. Yes. Janet, please calm down. You know, yeah. And she won't do yeah. this and she won't do this and she yeah. won't do that. But then. That was the first thing she said to me, actually. I'd well, written some yeah. ad libs for her, some things for her to say in a program. And she said, Who wrote this fucking crap? And I said, well, it's, uh, <laughs> well, it's me, Janet, but uh, if you want to do it better. But then she commissioned me to do a documentary mm. series around the world and I've yeah. uh, worked for or other things and so I'm a big fan of hers well, I but I can too. see being on a, a you know screen with her yeah uh, well you've screen. got to you've got to know how to um euphemistically tickle Janet's tummy yes I, I would say and and Ooh. you know there are certain <laughs> I handed you that can one. I be, <laughs> can I be left to tickle the tummy of the cockapoo while you do? Uh, 
I did see you. But I mean, again, that yes. is the, the job of an interviewer is to kind of get the measure of the person that you're speaking to and yes. think, right, okay, what's going to bring the best out of them? And now there's ways to really annoy Janet mm -hmm. and you will get nothing from her because once she is set, yes. she yeah. isn't going anywhere. She no. actually interviewed me for a job once. I think yeah. it lasted three and a half minutes. It wasn't happening. Yeah. Um, so you've got to get the best out of her. And the best is great. Yeah. She is a remarkable person. She yeah. she really is. And she's got a lot to to offer. Yeah. Now, we are talking about good parents at the moment. I don't know where I've got into it. But you are a parent yourself. Do, do, do you think you've learnt the lesson of your good parenting from your parents? Are you a, are you a good parent? Uh, I know it's a hard well, question you don't want to answer. But you, I do enjoy being a parent. Let's put it that way. I love being a parent. I love being a parent. And I guess your children are the only people that can judge whether you're a good parent or not. Well, um, here they are now. <laughs> <laughs> With no. the cockapoo. No, no. <laughs> They're working for a living right yeah. now. Um, Good. I, I would say that I parent very, very similarly to my own parents. Yes. Now, I hope that makes me a good parent. Um, but, you know, a lot of people will have experience growing up that they think, well, I'm never going to do that with my kids. Mm. Or, you know, they choose to do it differently. Um, I, I think I do it very similarly to yeah. the way that I was parented. So, fingers crossed. Okay. We're going to go on to your next wonder, if we may. And uh, this is a different era altogether. Different era, I suppose, assuming you're talking about uh, when the big event happened. But so, Pompeii. Pompeii. I thought yeah. I'd better try and chuck in something that sounded a little bit more impressive. Um, yeah. So have you been to Pompeii to look at the ruins or been uh, to the exhibitions they sometimes have? Yeah, I have. I went when I was 10, I yeah. think, with my, my mum and dad to Pompeii. And I have such a vivid memory of, of being there mm. as a child. And I, I don't know. Have you, have you been? I haven't. Uh, I've oh. been to an exhibition in the British Museum. But, right, uh, OK. But okay. I, I think that was... A loaning or something it wasn't one of these things they nicked but uh, so yeah. so it's, it's, a, well, it's an extraordinary thing that to, to have that preserved it, life it, it's just remarkable and being there you know as a 10 year old I, I can I remember particularly and I don't know if anyone else has been to Pompeii um, but there is um, God I don't know what you would call it I mean it is a little girl who is cowering yes um and she had been uh, encased in the ash and they've somehow managed to um yeah. preserve this from those many thousands of years ago and like as a 10 year old looking at this glass case and seeing this little girl you know like that mm. it really just captured my there's also a dog funny enough um yeah. captured my imagination and so i went back a couple of years ago with my own kids and it is the most wondrous place. I mean, it makes you believe in time travel. Yes. You know, to think that there is this um, settlement or civilization, whatever you would call it, with central heating, with, sa you know, this similar sanitary yeah. arrangements, with bars, with apothecaries, with beautiful villas. It's mm. amazing. I absolutely love it. I'd spend two weeks there just wandering around. I, I yes. adored it. I suppose, the, I, I haven't been there, but I suppose the extraordinary thing about it is that we find things from pre-earlier ages yeah. and they're often grave goods or ruins. Or, yeah. But this is because of a, a volcanic yeah. eruption. It's preserving that more yeah. as instant in time, I suppose it is. Well, yeah, you think we went into the Dark yeah. Ages, you know, yeah. medieval times, etc. But predating all of that was this really sophisticated and very civil 
civilized way of of life. Yes. You know, it's it's amazing. But it's not. It's just uh, what I'm saying is that it wasn't. Uh, it's not something that we'll, we'll leave this behind. They've just accidentally left behind yeah. the graffiti, mm. the the child, the, the yeah. old people. Did, did you read Robert Harris wrote a book about Pompeii? No, I didn't know. Oh, all I can tell you, recommend that because I, I I didn't know whether Pompeii yeah. meant the place or the book or um, oh, right. Roman oh, no, history no, generally. Place. But is that is that your? Did you go in? You know, classical history was that was that no, part no. of your thing? No, no, just, no, not the, particularly. It's a visit there with your parents. Yeah, it's just and, yeah. very, very memorable. I mean, it's better than Disney World, isn't it? Yes, <laughs> that was good too. <laughs> Pompey World, Pompey Land. Anyway, so let's go on to your next wonder, which uh, brings us back uh, to uh, Strictly Come Dancing, because it is dancing. So that's yes. that's another of your wonders. Yeah, well, I mean, wonder in a slightly different uh, sense in that. Um, it, it makes me wonder what it would be like to be able to dance, um, yes. which I know is slightly strange from somebody who's about to embark yeah. on what I'm good about. I can't dance. Um, and Wait a minute. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Are I you know. just being a bit self-effacing and, oh, no, no. And, and you want to start from a low base and get... No. Which is part no. of the... No, right. I, I mean, I, I can't dance. I mean, I think it's a Scottish thing because, you know, Scottish dancing is like, you know, a drunken brawl set to music, isn't it? I mean, we're not really... But it's still dancing. It's moving around to, yeah, to music and to the rhythm. that kind of sneaky, hip, seductive kind of stuff that they do on... Um, on Strictly, you will be doing on Strictly. Yes, oh, yeah. God no. So, yeah. oh, so do you uh, do you do do you go to Cayleys? Do you do Scottish dancing or Highland dancing or any other of those sort of folk well, dancing jolly things that we? Can well, all I mean, everyone did at school, yeah. you know. So I mean, I've done that. I can strip the willow with the best of them, mm. uh, with not any great finesse. But um, in terms of dancing, dancing like at weddings, parties, or whatever. I will always be the one who's sort of standing at the bar just yes. having a drink. And I look in wonder at people just kind of letting go. And they just seem to be so joyful yeah. when they're dancing. It's such a sort of primeval yes. thing, really, isn't it? And I think, well, I can't dance. I always tell myself I can't dance. And I will say that to people. But I'd love to know what that felt like. So when they came to you to say, KKK, please come on Strictly Come Dancing, maybe they've been saying it to you year after year, but assuming it just came this year. And so why wasn't your response, well, I, I can't dance. I don't really know about dancing. I don't want to do it. Why, why didn't you just sort of turn it aside? Well, Initially, that was my response. I thought, no, this this one yeah. isn't for me because of all the reasons that I've just told you. Um, but then it stuck in my head, and I thought, well, why would you turn this down? You know, mm. I mean, it's it's an experience like no other. I mean, you might fall flat on your face. It's the last year of my fifties, which is a big, significant kind of birthday coming up at the end of the year. Right. Which, I'm never that comfortable about, but yeah. um, I think, well, these chances don't come around that often, do they? Mm. And you either get kind of stuck and say, I can't do this and I'll never do that. Yes. Or you you give it a go and you sort of challenge yourself. And yeah. everything in me was saying, no, this is not for you. Mm. But there was just this little thing that kept coming back, which was if at the end of September you were sitting on a Saturday night watching television yeah. and thinking why the hell didn't I give it a shot, then, you know, you might regret it. I mean, similarly, I might regret saying yes, might not. I might be at the end of September thinking, Jesus Christ, well, it what could have be, I done? could be, could be great. But there are sort of two ways, at least two ways to success, yeah. as I see it on Strictly Coming. You can be the person who turns out to be a fabulous dancer, or you can be 
the more sort of I don't know, Anne Whittaker-y one, yeah. who gets a lot of votes from being, oh, this is, oh, we'll vote for. So I, I, my advice, which is based on nothing, because I haven't done it, it's, it's go is for just, no, no, go for, <laughs> go, go for one or the other. I'll try to work. So don't, well, there's no point really being the middling one, because people won't remember you. Uh, you'll do weeks and weeks mm. of training, and at the end of it, you, 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 you'll, you'll, at least you'll learn to dance. But, but that's yeah. difficult, because then I'm going to have to go for Anne Whittaker. Yeah. Well, you don't have to. You could. Do, or John Sargent. John Sargent dancer. went for the went for the John Sargent, and he. Yeah. I think he had to resign to stop himself winning because I know he it, did because he thought he was undermining the whole principle of the thing. I know, but yeah, he, he, he wasn't too bad, right enough. I mean, I have well, to what say. What do you mean he wasn't too bad, right no, enough? No, but, <laughs> no, but Anne Whittacombe went like full comedy, didn't she? Yes. You know, like yeah. Russell Grant was the other one. They went full comedy. Yeah. Uh, whereas I don't think John did, but he was just he's so avuncular, isn't he? Yes, he looked like a, an uncle at a wedding dancing. But uh, oh. uh, no, he's, he was fine. But he he clearly was winning on a sort of comedy yeah. vote. Yeah, um, yeah. And he, he's a very, he he's a funny man. So uh, um, and that was yeah. that made for very interest. But. Uh, you know, it's not for me to judge, but I think you're likely to be rather better than him or Anne Widdicombe, well, even if you I deny it. I mean, I have been watching Anne Widdicombe videos on a loop every night before I go to bed. Yes. I watch a couple of Anne's. Well, why don't you watch a, a Debbie McGee or something, who, you know, somebody who's going to win? But, well, because, you know, she's a trained ballet dancer. She was a wonderful dancer. Yes. I mean, you know... I will try my best. I really will, because yes. I mean, I'm somebody who likes to learn things. Yes. Um, so... I'm not going to go into it and say, oh, and take it yeah. casually. I'm really going to try. Yeah. Um, but you can't make up for, you know, that level of training and talent yeah. in a couple of weeks, yeah. can you? I mean, I'm hoping for one of these dancers, you know, that I can literally, maybe not literally, but Velcro myself to the other person. Yes. I mean, I'm thinking, because you get good Velcro now on Amazon. It's great, yeah. don't you? Around the legs. Around the, remember when you used to, I don't know if you ever did the dance on your dad's feet? You could put your feet on Didn't your dad. Didn't dance on my dad's feet, to be Did honest. But, uh, that was such good fun. Um, we weren't as close as that in, the, <laughs> in my day. Was, Different upbringing, yeah, wasn't it, Clive? Yeah. Pat on the head occasionally. <laughs> your no name right, is? Son? Yeah. <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, sometimes I remember my name. But, uh, so, um, <laughs> so, but so dance, I'm getting, just going to understand the, the logic of this. You, it's, you're, it's a wonder of the world because you, you're kind of wondering at it, its dancing's marvellousness well, and, and I well, yeah, and an I optimistic thought in your mind that by the end of this year coming up towards Christmas or whenever Strictly mm. ends you'll have, you'll at least have understood more about dancing yeah. you've probably had an affair with the dancing instructor <laughs> uh, and well, you might have won you well do you know, everyone says to me the one question I could oh are you worried about the Strictly curse and I say it'll be the bloody Strictly miracle in my <laughs> well, case so no, I'm not worried uh, about that at all bring all it all yeah, yeah. have you well, got hey. any particular the professionals in mind that you oh I do not want a young Italian stud that's all I'm saying <laughs> I just don't. I think it would discombobulate me at this age. You know, I, I just would rather not confront that side of myself. Um, oh, okay. No, I, I, I don't. I don't want that. In fact, if George, John Sargent would come back as yes. one of the professionals, then I would really love John Sargent. I don't know if you could put in some kind of request. I don't know. I don't know why anyone would put that request in. Or, yeah. No, I would. I would. But in terms of the wonder, yes, I love watching people dance, and I guess that is the. Yeah. The thing that people love about Strictly, don't they, when you're sitting at home? Because yeah. um, some people complain about the good dancers that go in. Yes. Um, I love the good dancers that go in. 
because I enjoy them. I, I love watching them. I think it's it's incredible. Well, I think it's good. Again, I don't really know, but I think it's good to start at a base where you you don't have to be particularly good the first week. As long as you get yeah. slightly better second, slightly better, they yeah. love the audience loves you. Get, they love the a journey. Love I've yeah, been told a journey. Yes, a journey. journey. Yeah. 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 Um, Okay. Do you know any of the judges? Have you come across any of the judges? Yes, I do. All right. Do you yes. think that's going to help? Or? No. <laughs> I, think, I think Craig I be, yeah, Revel Horwood will, will delight in judging me. Yes. I think he's probably warming up to it right now. Have you savaged him in an interview or something? Not savaged him, but I mean, you know, you've always had these kind of jousting matches over the years. So, I mean, I think he'll be licking his oh, lips dear. and rubbing his hands and um, thinking of all of his insults. Well, that might make it entertaining for, yeah. for the audience at home. So yeah. you'll make a mark in that you're happy that's yeah. fine I'll be crushed that's alright mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Your sixth wonder is, is slightly vague or slightly complex. Uh, dunking biscuits slash electric blankets. <laughs> simple pleasures. So well, It's funny, this came up at the radio last week. Like, you know what it's like when you're a live radio programme for three hours, you know, just unpredictable things came up. And I can't even tell you how dunking biscuits came up. Just some mad conversation. I thought that everyone in the world loved Dunking Biscuits. Yes. But whoever I was speaking to said, oh, God, that's disgusting, Dunking. I mean, got really kind of horrified by it. I thought, God, but that is one of the simple pleasures of life. That You know, you're just sitting on your own, you wake up a tea, a rich tea biscuit is the best one, maybe a ginger nut, and you just time it perfectly so that it doesn't fall in. Yeah. Oh, my God, the joy you Mm. get out of that you know and it's just sounds like a new program (laughs) strictly come dunking well the way things are going yeah well Well, i had a strict scottish upbringing and uh, it was and we were only not really but my father was scottish all right uh, okay so uh, he looms large in my uh, childhood and these sort of things and we're only ginger, ginger snaps. They're the only biscuits we're oh, allowed to Oh, is that right? Dunk. Otherwise, it was considered quite inappropriate. So it has to be a, st- a you know a hard biscuit because otherwise you're always it's right. always it's rich out tea. The yes, and that's that yeah. is a bit disgusting. But that's a very homely thing. You don't you yeah. don't do that when there's other people around outside. Oh, at all times. Uh, yeah. And I mean, I have sometimes you know like do you dunk your bread in your soup. 
Oh, yes, occasionally. Yeah. Yes. But Would you do it if you were, I mean, this is probably a long time for me to like, if you were out with a date? No, I think there's a division um, there's around soup because if you go and order some food and you want fried bread, Mm. then that's a bit, you know, that's a bit sort of oikish. But if you have crouton, in, and, <laughs> and, which is fried bread chopped up into little pieces, yes. it's a very elegant thing to do. So yeah. I would say, you know, a certain type of you know, soup with crouton in it is essentially dunking uh, bread in soup, isn't it? Yeah, but I'm talking about the bread roll, dunking it in, because that still... No, I wouldn't do that. You no, wouldn't? No, I wouldn't. Oh, yeah. I have a time that's probably inappropriate. Sometimes you're in London, you're over dinner with somebody kind of posh and... And you're absentmindedly dunking in the soup. I just do it. I, I, I just do it. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I think, should I be doing this? Oh, yes. what the hell? You know. I just, and then when the I coffee comes on later, you say, where's something to dunk in my coffee cup? <laughs> no, I know. Yeah. But it is, it's simple pleasures. Yes. And funny, um, because my electric blanket is my other simple pleasure, but for the sake of the environment, I'm probably going to have to give up my electric blanket, which is going to be sad. No, I think it's all right. Is I, it? Because you're only heating the very little bit that you need warm. Oh, good. It's better than heating the whole room and hoping that some of the warmth will get under the duvet oh, with you. Uh, whereas the electric... No, I think it, it's... Oh, uh, that is excellent yeah. news. Yeah. Because I was a bit sniffy about electric blankets for years, and then I discovered that, and I thought, oh, no, it's fantastic. Getting Isn't it warm, great, yeah. though? Isn't it yes. great, the old electric blanket? Because the rest of my house is freezing, absolutely yes. freezing. But I was um, in London uh, last week and sort of getting driven somewhere, and we yeah. went through Hampstead. That's probably where you live, isn't it? It's not where I live, but uh, I, I know where Hampstead is. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and so anyway, the driver was sort of pointing out Millionaire's Row and the, all these places, yeah. and... Um, these huge big houses and cars and things and um, they had private security and he was giving me a good old guided yeah. tour um, and I was just I don't know this is maybe age as well because if you'd asked me this 30 years ago I'd probably have said oh yeah that's for me that's yeah. what I want but now at this age I thought oh what a pain in the arse <laughs> I mean can you imagine living in one of these huge big houses yes. that you're constantly worried about being burgled that you've got to get private security and it costs yeah. a fortune to heat and I just thought oh I really couldn't be bothered with that I, well, I imagine you live in somewhere pretty comfortable. I live I in a nice house. I, you know, I'm yeah. not trying to sort of plead poverty here. I've, I've been. Do you live in fortunate. London? Do you live in Glasgow? Do I live in Glasgow. Yes, yeah. But that real extreme wealth, mm. I would not thank yes. you for it. No, I. You I've know. avoided extreme wealth for that very reason. <laughs> I've said, no, I've got enough now. I'll rub along. Just sit at Oh, home. you want to pay me a big sum for something? Oh, yeah, OK, I'll do that. I'm not quite extreme enough yet. So, yeah. <laughs> so you're just sitting at home dunking your nuts, <laughs> your ginger nuts. <laughs> That's you peering in the window, is it? <laughs> Actually, with your erstwhile hair colour, ginger nuts would have worked quite well for that. <laughs> I've never had ginger hair. So. Have you? No, no, no. It's always it was blonde and then it's gone. It's gone pink, but that's just the scalp <laughs> showing through. That's, uh, <laughs> you were a strawberry blonde at no, one point, were no, you not? No, 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 no. Oh. I never was. And I'm, you will ple always I'm pleased be my to memory. say I've got white hair because I never thought I'd ever have enough hair to go white. But it's it's clinging on. It just is from a bit of white hair. But let's, these are not simple pleasures. There's no pleasure in my hair. Yeah. Uh, so your simple pleasure of dunking biscuits electric blankets, is that the complete list of two or are there other simple I know, but there'll pleasures? be lots of them. There'll be lots of little things. I just, you just get more pleasure out of little things. Yes. I, and I don't know I don't yeah. know why that sounds very sort of, I'm ready for the care home, doesn't it? Um, but, 
yeah, just daft little things that give you pleasure. No, I think so. I think that's more a sort of parenting thing in in the sense you 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 your you, your advice to your children wouldn't be you've got to strive to make loads of money to <laughs> yeah. buy a yacht or something. You you take pleasure in. You know, having a a ding, yeah. you know, just or, or a, well, no, or a hobby or something. Just yeah. that is interesting because I think it depends at what stage of life. Because I would still say to my kids at this stage, you know, they're twenty and sixteen. I would say, you know work hard you know go for whatever you like be ambitious if that's what you want mm. i mean they might not want to be ambitious but yes. i would say right okay do whatever the hell you want yeah. and i was very ambitious as a younger person um but as life goes on um you just start to reevaluate and you kind of alluded to earlier you know i've been lucky enough to meet a lot of um, wealthy, famous yeah. people, and some of them are absolute wankers. Yes, you know, and yeah. so you just come. Not to a great a point. introduction to them when they come on, but no. I, I, but I, I, I <laughs> made that mistake that. myself. But uh, <laughs> but the things that you perhaps admire or aspire yeah. to when you're younger, when you actually meet a bigger yeah. range of people, then you have yeah. a more educated view of what your values are. You, you mentioned uh, interviewing uh, uh, when you were very young, Margaret Thatcher. Was there anybody else you know, th from throughout your career that you went, who'd have thought, how am I ending up interviewing somebody like this? Some. Um, well, not really. I've interviewed every soap star that ever existed, but not and some good, some bad. Um, not, not really. Ivana Trump was interesting. Oh, right. Mm, she was um, she was so imperious. It was unbelievable. And she created a real sense of fear. We were flapping about yes. like absolute chickens. And it is remarkable how some people manage to do that. Yeah. Just, just, you know, just to kind of own it. Yeah. Um, I mean, God, the people that you've interviewed, Clive, why are you asking me this, my goodness? Because I'm asking about you to tell... Yeah, to, I know, I this, know. But this I mean, is a thrill God. for me to interview yes. a, a, a gi um, giant of the, uh, of the TV. And <laughs> daytime between half past 12 and <laughs> half past one. Um, uh, yeah, I just you take people as they come. If they're nice, they're nice. Yes. If they're not nice, they're not nice. Whoopi Goldberg. I was very excited to yeah. to interview Whoopi Goldberg. She was great. Yes. She was so down to earth. And you know, once you've got over, oh, yeah. you know, the name, yeah. the person, the excitement, and all the rest of it, they're either nice or they're not nice. Uh, again, it's not really for me to say, but I I I found over the years that the more famous the person, somehow it's, it's a, it, they're easier interviews. It's yeah. the semi-famous person. Because yeah. if a semi-famous, you've got to half explain to half the audience to explain yeah. who they are and explain their background, but everyone's forgotten. Like and you then, did with me. No, 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 everybody, <laughs> everybody here knows who you are. And uh, there, I could, there was an audible, ooh, when I said it was you. Cause, uh, cause, uh, She's going to make an art of herself <laughs> on Strictly. <laughs> no, they said, oh, yeah, it was like... Uh, but but you, know, you know what I mean? So Ivana Trump in, in her heyday, you know, oh, this is or, yeah. or Whoopi Goldberg, that's fine. But it's if it's somebody who's got yeah. an interesting book out, and you yeah. say, "Oh, it's a really great book," and, I, and you have to summarise the book before you can even ask a question, yeah. because the, the, I find that hard. So, uh, fame doesn't uh, phase me in that sense. The, no, the, 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 the better. Mm -hmm. Though you're right, some people yeah. are a bit can be a bit ferocious. Yeah. In yeah. Their, their and way. also, I mean, the question people you know often ask about who you've interviewed in terms of famous, nice, and not. But having done quite a lot of radio now, where you tend to interview a lot of people who are not necessarily famous, yeah. um, but just have a remarkable story. Yes. Um, they're often the much better interviews and the much better stories. Yes. You know, it's not that they're famous in that celebrity fashion. No. But 
that they have often achieved great things or they have, you know, tackled uh, great adversity mm. with incredible sort of strength. No. And those are the interviews that I find affect me more, you know. And in a phone-in, do you, I mean, you must occasionally stumble across some tremendous story, either tragic or, or funny or yeah. extraordinary, and, you, and you're not really prepared for it because it's just, no. oh, I'm from, you know, from yeah. Rangemouth, near where, yeah, and, mm. and it's got this extraordinary story. That, uh, yeah, and then people really bring you up short. Mm. So I, I think doing as much radio as I've done in recent years has really sort of tempered how I feel about the whole celebrity world. Yeah. Because when people ask me about, oh, the most exciting, interesting person that you've interviewed, they're expecting a celebrity. Yes. Whereas actually the reality is obviously it's some it might be somebody they've never heard of and I had never heard of yeah. but you know you think wow what yeah. an incredible person well um, you'll note this problem I've got to keep going to get get within time we've, go on we've got the news and weather coming on in a minute <laughs> so uh, um, you've got one more uh, one more wonder um and a surprising one, I suppose, but to me anyway, sunglasses. Oh, yes, sunglasses are great. Um, because, <laughs> I don't have them with me, because they make you look glamorous even when you're not, which yeah. is very, very good. If you've got a bit of a hangover, then you can cover it up marvellously. Yeah. Why, um, why is it make you look glamorous? Because I don't you know. know. If you put ordinary glasses on, for, for most of us, it doesn't do us any favours. But you put a bit of, you know, darkness in the thing, and suddenly you're, you know, you're, you're God's gift. I know, it's, it's, a, it's yeah. a wonder, isn't yeah, it? It's, I a mean, wonder. it's an absolute <laughs> living wonder. I mean, there are certain places you can wear them mm. that you look like a bit of a toss pot. Yeah. But you can... Well, indoors always looks a bit weird, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, but some people get away with it. Yes. Love yeah. Island, if you get any yeah. Love Island fans there. Um, was it Love Island or Strictly Come Dancing? Was there a, was a yeah, choice it was, you had to a, make there? Was yeah, there? I'm waiting for the 60-plus the Love Island. That's next year. That's going to be good, isn't it? Um, and also, they just give you a little barrier yeah. with the rest of the world. I mean, mm. it's a bit like masks, and I know masks are very controversial, or masks or whatever, mm. but there was a bit of me loved masks. Oh, right. Yeah, because, like, if you're say, flying home, whatever, you know, on a train, and, you yes. know, you have that really sort of slack-jawed sleep. Yes. And you've got a bit of saliva dribbling down the side. And you've got your mask on. It's absolutely fantastic. Yes. You know, and you can just hide behind it. And that's yeah. what I like about sunglasses. I was just interviewing the author Irving Welsh. Uh, oh, right. Pre-recording for a later edition of Loose Ends, which I do, which is Loose Ends, not Loose Women. Yeah. Uh, well, I think we had the title first, to be honest. But uh, we often get some good guests on there yeah. because they're actually on their way to Loose Women and we <laughs> they get diverted onto Loose Ends. Our best guests come from there. But anyway, Luke, uh, um, Irving Welsh, and he's just got married. And, and, that's uh, all right. and he met his now wife uh, during the COVID lockdown out walking they both had masks on so they didn't see each other's faces for several really? months which in a way is a sort of romance is a very romantic so Victorian almost yes, isn't, isn't it, it? Yeah. yeah it's like going to a master ball yeah. falling in love with their eyes or their or their banter or their chat or whatever um, and uh, yeah. anyway I don't know why I mentioned that but that's uh, so uh, what what was it that did they what was it that clicked with them then well, you know, Irving Walsh writes quite, um, you know, violent, aggressive, but I think he's an old softy when it comes to really? falling in love. And uh, this is what's happened now. And I interviewed him the day before he was getting married. And, uh, well, that's that's that. that's, uh, yeah. that's his story. You'll have to get him on Loose Women at some point. Uh, oh, well. Uh, it's got uh, a, it's a very violent uh, book that I was interviewing about. Yeah. Um, 
I'm a huge fan of his. I mean, you think there's train spotting is on here at the festival. Yes. Um, yeah. You know, my goodness, there's yeah. a piece of work that's really stood the test of time. Hasn't yeah, it? and he's done sort of sequels, and uh, mm. and he's got a he's got a sort of crime sequence. He This is the second in his thing. We yeah. shouldn't be talking about Irving Welsh. I just mentioned the fact that yeah. he's. Uh, and when's that podcast come out? Uh, well, it's come, well, it's come out a few weeks time. <laughs> I, I don't remember why it was. It was the book's coming out, and we grabbed him while yeah. we were up here doing uh, um, other bits of the program. Um, so we've got to we've sunglasses. Um, uh, that's your. Uh, that's the your last wonder. wonder. Thank you very much, Kay Adams. Uh, thank you for sharing your seven wonders with me. Now I have to choose the wonder of wonders from our list of seven, the one which struck me as particularly wonderful as you described it on the podcast. If we had time, it goes, well, I should really get the audience to vote on this, but I, I haven't been doing that. Uh, so um, I'm tempted with dogs. I love dogs, but I think somebody else might have. I think I, uh, just out of course, I, I want to say yes, I think he's fantastic. Well, I'll make Billy Connolly Good. as your wonder of wonders. So, Thank you very much, Kay Adams. If you enjoyed this episode of My Seven Wonders, it would be wonderful if you could rate and review us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you found us. Thank you for listening. Seven Wonders with Clive Anderson is a stack production in association with Alaska TV and powered by the Acast Creator Network. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.